3: Ch- ch- changes.
4: Welcome guys. So we just want to let you all know that we're we're gonna have, there's gonna be a change in the schedule coming up starting in November with two old queens. Gird your loins. Gird your loins. So what's gonna happen is we're gonna be changing the schedule to being one episode a week, going back and forth between the regular feed and the Patreon.
3: And all episodes will now come out on Wednesday, free feed and Patreon episodes. Yes. So if you already
4: subscribed to the Patreon,
3: thank you. We love and appreciate you. you. Thank you. So wonderful
4: to have your support through all of this. So then all that's going to change is episodes are now going to be on Wednesday and they're going to be every other week. And if you're listening, if you only listen to the regular feed, all that's going to change is that you're going to go from being an episode every week to an episode every other week.
3: But if you do want to
4: join, we have a new tier of our Patreon. Yes. Starting November, there's going to be a brand new, just $1 a month tier. And if you're on that tier, on those weeks where we get a Patreon episode, you won't get the full episode, but you will get... A brief, shiny diamond that is one of Mark's camp lists, whatever that camp list is for that week. So you get that a Patriot little bit of a taste. Came. Yes. You'll
3: you'll have no context for any of these camp lists, but maybe you'll <laughs> still enjoy them. We can only hope. But that's it. We hope you will weather. We just want to open up our own schedules a bit. Give us some got, breathing room. Things have
4: been tough schedule-wise, so this is sort of like what we can manage right now. We still want to do the, the show. We don't want to stop doing it. We still want to be there, and so... Hopefully you will continue on this journey with us.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys. And if you thanks do so want to sign up for the Patreon, you go to patreon.com/twooldqueens. Great, well, that's well, it. So enjoy the episode. Bye. We love you. Bye.
0: One is Mark and John's the co host They're alive. They are not ghosts. It's five cold screams.
4: A nightmare, not a dream. dream. Five cold dreams, it's five <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am so delighted. For our guest this week, please let everyone know who is joining us.
3: They're a writer on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and co-host of the podcast, A Funny Feeling, 90 Day Bay, and L is for Losers, it's Marcy Jarrow. Hello, well. <laughs> wow oh very nice very wicked of you
2: i got range (laughs) wait hello (laughs) that's like a little more
3: brassy yeah
2: i got i got range that's what i said i got range she gives
3: you options nice i appreciate the option
2: it's so Uh, good to see you both it's great to see you you're
3: back for your third
2: time this is my third i thought it was your third nice I,
3: i could remember the first one was beaches
2: Yes. But then I had sure. no
3: idea what your second episode was.
2: I want to say that it was, was the it Orient Dolly? Express.
4: Yes, that's oh. right. The Orient Express. That's right. No, uh, I call it was it a real the, mystery. I call
2: it the Orient Express.
4: <laughs> it's so time.
2: I don't want to spoil it
3: for them. Let them know it's a murder. Please. <laughs> I
4: think it's just a lovely train ride they're taking.
3: <laughs> uh, it's just blank on the Nile. You have to see what happens. <laughs> Could be Brunch. Murder. <laughs> either way it's delicious
2: mm, you're gonna like
3: you're gonna like marcy you're here this is our final episode of five cold screams <gasps> of 2021 the last in our horror Ooh. series which we do every year are you uh i know you host a spooky podcast but that doesn't necessarily mean you like a uh horror movie. Do I you do, like
2: a horror movie? I do with Friends. I, d- I like
3: see. Like ones with Jennifer Aniston, David Schwimmer. Oh those are great.
4: <laughs> yeah. You well, love a Leprechaun no. 3.
3: I just meant Scream with Monica. Courtney Cox. Yes. Mon- <laughs> no, Monica.
1: Ones.
2: Yeah, no. Right. Monica's I, okay. so good at those. <laughs> I like to watch in a group, but sometimes when I'm like, oh, I'm in the mood and I'll watch one at home alone and then I'm like, I hate this.
3: That was a terrible <laughs> idea.
2: And this is a fun thing that happened two years ago now because time has passed so quickly. I saw, what was it? Oh, the when they made the movie of scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I came home and I was very scared.
3: <gasps> of like there being like a toe after you.
2: I don't know, you know, uh, at the, at the actual movie sitting next to my friend, I was fine. like, this is silly. And there were some drunk teens who oh, fell, perfect. fell and threw chicken fingers all over me. What? <laughs> oh, it was so funny. What and did then you I, do
4: to, to cause them to the, throw chicken fingers on oh, you? Oh,
2: I, I just simply was existing in the space and they were drunk and came in. So that was truly, on you.
3: That's on truly you. a pratfall
2: <laughs> <Brad on>. <laughs> to end all pratfalls. Um, But, yeah, I came home and I was like, what's that noise? What's that noise? (laughs) The cat's being weird. Oh, my God. And I was like, this is stupid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid
3: because... Does it matter if it's, like, a ghost or if it's, like, a a stalker, slasher, either one? Are you scared equally? I say this all the time. Oh, you mean in real life or on... Or, like, when you're, like, when, when you have that... After you see a movie, is one more prone to, like, give you the creeps afterwards?
2: Oh, well... I I prefer to watch paranormal ones more, because I don't okay. like watching a lot of gore.
3: Got gotcha. sure. And what's the goat's gonna do? Nothing. Walk right, right through. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And 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 if we're talking about real life fears, I'm very much more afraid of human men. <laughs>
3: Then a ghost, well person. they exist yeah yes yes
2: period end end of story <laughs> yeah Fair little enough. girl
3: walks out of tv in real life i'd say good for you
2: i'd be like i don't know why i got seven days to figure this out okay
3: I, like, isn't that the rule cheap- i think you got seven days to figure it yeah. out
2: that's so much time
3: <laughs> easy <laughs> do you remember the last movie that like really freaked you out
2: I will always go back to The Conjuring as the one that actually scares me. But the thing in all the movies that scares me are sudden, loud noises. Jump scares. Now, it doesn't stick with me long, but in the (laughs) moment, I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) It's startling. Oh, yeah.
4: Do you often scream as well, or do you just sort of like whole like internalize it
2: if i'm screaming it's because i'm being fun
4: okay it's performative <laughs> gotcha yes
3: mark <laughs> you've seen me i've seen you yes we also uh with our very recent g- guests, kristen rosanti and laura Maguire, we all went to uh delusion, delusion. you were there you seem to keep your shit together though you didn't seem you seemed to be of of the tangent on the lower the list, less, less scared except when i was screaming at you Yeah, well, that was typical. (laughs) That was before we even started the thing.
2: (laughs) Mark, do the thing!
3: Um, I mentioned this earlier that people were screaming at me to, like, bring out the totem, and I was like, I will when they tell me. (laughs) Now, Mark, do you remember years ago when we did that not
2: quite... Fully overnight, but we did that investigation of UCB Sunset, the haunting of UCB Sunset. I did. We were paranormal investigators. And there was some noise happened, and I screamed at you. I was so angry that I thought you were making a noise (laughs) trying to scare us. Yeah. I just remember be like, Mark. And I didn't. So it was a ghost, uh, yeah. and you got in trouble for a ghost.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was a ghost? You never figured out what that noise it was? It used to
3: be sunset. The building was constantly settling.
4: It was always settling.
3: something.
2: <laughs> oh, that makes
4: you feel better. Okay, that's, that's the nice way of saying it's haunted. It's
3: not haunted. <laughs> it's
2: we settling. determined
4: it was
3: not haunted. There was, it was nothing like- there.
2: Four o'clock in the morning, there wasn't any cars on the roof or anything. It's just like an
3: old, it's a building, like buildings that make noise. There's like vents and shit. It's like nothing crazy. <laughs> if a build, if you hear a sound, that doesn't mean anything. Wow. You're it doesn't not mean anything. You're getting really you upset prove, right yeah, now, Mark. Right. I can't well, <laughs> this, is our, wow. this is our old, our old argument. <laughs> <sighs> no, I'm not. And then we talked to that paranormal investigator afterwards in the live stage show. He was wearing a bowling shirt, so that's when I was, I'm out. (laughs) uh, Integrity out the window. Oh,
2: (laughs) I don't mean to just do too much chatter up top, but once, just because I found it, I did not stay on it. Do not accuse me of such. But there was a dating site called Para paranormal date maybe or para date and it was a paranormal wow. community of people who wanted to date and i was like let me just look at this oh my god this is terrible every man here has long stringy hair yeah of yeah, course can see that. <laughs> they want to be vampires did you get
3: the question is did you get ghosted
2: uh, i didn't okay. get that far okay i didn't get that far i was like no it's funny but it's not like funny enough to go through with any of
4: this Sure, sure. (laughs) You're not that
3: committed to the bit. Well, all the men you like women into like ghosts and things, they always seem like fun and like cool and like they're into like, you know, Anne Rice novels, (laughs) clove cigarettes. But then like the men into it seem like this aggro monster energy drink, like Like black cargo shorts. As if it's like
2: yeah, people who like fantasize about going to war.
3: Like that's sure, what they do yeah. with ghosts. They're like, Yeah,
2: I'd get out there, I'm gonna we'll fuck a ghost up.
3: I could face <laughs> out I could face against this nothing.
2: <laughs> now, there is a very famous guy who's into ghosts who's not like that. That Matthew Gray Goobler. Okay from, oh, yeah. from Criminal Minds, he's like a real he's really into ghosts and he lives in a haunted house. that's nice refreshing and and he's not too he i would say he's more on like the more i don't know quiet guy kind of vibe
3: we got to keep an ear out for ghosts yes so
4: did he buy the house because he knew it was haunted i don't know that whole story but he definitely
2: uh, people are like oh my god he has insane stories and he won't tell them
4: So that's spreading the
2: rumor that he has insane stories. (laughs) I've got great stories, but I can't tell you any of them. He wouldn't come on my podcast. Essentially, like was he saving them for a book? Uh, Maybe. Uh,
4: Also, maybe if you talk about ghosts,
2: that's we do. We do (laughs) love it.
4: Would you ever live in a haunted house? Or didn't you? Isn't there a place that you lived once that a lot of people considered haunted? Yeah,
2: we lived on Beechwood, and it we had some experiences and then I moved out and Nicole Byer and John Milheiser lived there and they had experiences. And then once while he was dog sitting, uh, Steve Schlaga had an experience and then they moved out. And then, uh, my friends, uh, well, my, I, someone I'm friends with, uh, moved in and (laughs) after it was like renovated, I was going to say my friend's assistant, but I'm also friends with with him and he, his roommate had experiences. What are these experiences? Well, I heard someone speaking in Spanish at the foot of my bed uh, and then felt a lot of pressure. Nicole and John, Nicole saw a man standing in the living room. Uh, They both heard someone clapping while they were laughing at their own jokes. Someone in the other room (laughs) clapped.
3: Sounds like sarcastic joke. Yeah it's a real I'd slow have... clap
4: yeah <laughs> like all right let's wrap well it up <laughs> you're so clever you two yeah. it's
3: 2
2: a.m we've watched enough serious <laughs> lunch videos. <laughs> <laughs> um and then i forget steve's story other than he was like terrified and had to leave like and take the dog and um and then my friend who lives there now his roommate saw like shadow people all right aren't
3: those shadows
2: well like specifically like in and it is the room that has more activity too and then he made friends with another neighbor who's been there for a long time and the guy was like yeah I lived there in the 80s and I when I moved in it was like a, a like a drug house and it was disgusting and in the smaller bedroom there were like children's drawings on the wall and like like children like a crying like drew pictures of them crying like he was like yeah it's a really creepy place huh
3: so it sounds like he got a at a at a, a bundle at a seal honestly
2: i it was a great deal for hollywood
3: come on
2: it was a two-bedroom 1800 please get out of here
3: Speaking of times when you can afford rent, things made in previous earlier times this is a terrible okay, segue. Okay, good, good. But written. I did it today. We're talking about Jennifer's body respectfully, uh, John. <laughs> what's the deal with Jennifer's body, Mark? Let me tell you the deal with Jennifer's body. It was directed
4: by Karen Kusama, written by Diablo Cody, and when a demon takes possession of a high school of high school hottie Jennifer. She turns a hungry eye on guys who never stood a chance with her before. While evil Jennifer satisfies her appetite for human flesh with the school's male population, her nerdy friend Needy learns what's happening and vows to put an end to the carnage. It stars Megan Fox, Amanda Seyfried, John Simmons, J.K. Simmons, no relation, Amy Sedaris, and Adam Brody. It was released on September 18th, 2009 and made 31.6 million off a budget of 16 million. Roger Eber called the film a twilight for boys saying as a movie about a flesh eating cheerleader, it's better than it has to be. Anne Hornaday <laughs> of the Washington post said there's a certain kooky, kinky fun to be had with Jennifer's body, but that admittedly, this is the stuff of lurid adolescent, adolescent distraction, not great cinema calling it strictly a niche item, but provides a goofy campy bookend to drag me to hell on the B movie shelf. Watch it, forget it, move on. And since 2018 in the wake of the Me Too movement, the film has been appreciated as a feminist horror film and as a cult classic. And that is the deal with Jennifer's body.
3: So Marcy, we asked you to pick a movie and you chose Jennifer's Body. Why Jennifer's Body?
2: Well, I've seen people talk about it so much as a feminist horror film
3: mm. and
2: one Megan Fox, you can't get away from her machine gun Kelly these uh, days. They're all in
3: the news. He is weed. <laughs> I am weed. I am um... weed. Funny you should mention I smell like weed. <laughs> I am weed. <laughs> And Machine so guns just... smelly. Has anyone ever said that to him? That's what I would say. Cute. You
2: call him up. Oh, tell him fine. now.
3: <laughs> He's definitely got a landline.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I was just curious about it. I'd never seen it. And I recently have been like, Megan Fox, am I interested in her? Is she interesting?
3: <laughs> and where did you she land? Well, she? Be-
2: I think she is because she was given such a bad uh, beginning of her yes. career. She was really treated really poorly. And I, I feel like even though culturally we've shifted, no one has like tried to help her out any, (laughs) she, her career, like when it got shut down, it kind of hasn't had the same momentum. And, and, you know, I'm going to say watching this, I was like, she can do, I, I think she can do fun stuff.
3: Yeah. Meanwhile, like Mel Gibson yeah. is now in the John Wick spinoff TV show, just getting cast. He's having no problems.
2: Mr. Nazi sugar tits. No, yeah, he's disgusting. Yeah. So
3: what did you think of the movie when you watched it?
2: I had a lot of fun watching it. It's very, very watchable film. Yes. And there are so many. It's so funny because I watched Promising Young Woman like as soon as it came out last year. Mm. And right. there are some really Similar I mean, one thematically, yeah. it's the same. But yeah. even just just like scenes in the movie that are very similar, and the feeling that you come away with, it, it's all you're like, oh yeah, someone watch it. Promise someone who who whatever I forget her name. Oh my god, I love emerald promising. Something. Emerald, yeah, emerald something, fennel, think, fennel. I emerald know. fennel,
3: <laughs> fennel <Sure>. emerald, <laughs> Fremel- emerald Fremel-
2: <laughs> But you can be like, oh, they watch this, and there's such an inspiration. Yeah. It. Yeah. So it sounds like you enjoyed the movie. I really did. I'm so glad that I finally watched it.
3: Did it spook you? Were you creeped out afterwards? Were you afraid? No. Jennifer's going to come get you. No. Cuz she wouldn't come after ladies. <laughs> well, unless Mark... you're her friend who betrays me. She does. Say, she does say in the movie she swings both ways. It's <laughs> true. Uh, John, what did you think of Jennifer's body? Had you seen it before? What's the I, deal? What are you coming ha- in with? I had not seen it before. I knew the title,
4: but I didn't know much about it. Like watching it, I was like, "Oh, that that person's in it." I didn't know like Amanda Seyfried was in it, or or J.K. Simmons, or any of those, or Amy Sedaris. That was a, a delightful surprise. I think it's yeah. I enjoyed it. I think it sort of in reading like even just like some of the background of it, like I think it to me and I don't want to sound like a terrible misogynist uh but it's never stopped you before that's true <laughs> i think it seems to think it's more interesting than it potentially is or was for me uh and i feel like a lot of other movies have been have done what it does a little better or more entertainingly i thought but it was enjoyable you know what i mean like i felt like the craft to me was sort of like more interesting and i had like bigger swings and and more sort of fun about like slightly more interesting about female relationships than jennifer's body was maybe i just like enjoy the more of the campiness of the, the craft world of than that. jennifer's body i mean it was definitely fun and you know diablo, diablo cody like definitely like knows how to like have a spicy scene and like exciting twists and turns to the script but it didn't to me it didn't strike me as like this the feminist sort of movie that people seem to think it is but maybe i'm wrong or i'm interested to sort of talk about that i guess i just wanted megan fox's character to go after that band more than she did
2: but that's why i was like oh it reminds me of promising young woman (laughs) a lot
4: (laughs) but i felt like with that like she was making her way to that where I didn't think she I didn't was get going down her that, list and promising that yes. Jennifer was doing that I felt like she was just like who's the next guy that I'm gonna feed off of yeah. that was the impression I got yeah um but it was definitely like was stylish and fun yeah like Amanda Seyfried I thought was good Megan Fox I agree with you saying like she's not like a I didn't think she was like a great actress but I could see like someone could you could cast her smart like you could be smart and use her in very effective ways like she's obviously like lovely to look at the camera loves her and like she's not Bad. I wouldn't say she, I, she's probably somewhat limited as an actress, but still like entertaining within her wheelhouse. So yeah, I, I would. I'm totally here for a, a, a fox Um <laughs> How about you, Mark? What do you bring <laughs> to Jennifer's body?
3: Uh, I had never seen it before. Familiar with the whole song that the title is based on, sure. but that's maybe about it. But uh, I thought it was fun. I don't think it's like this grand revelation, but I thought it was like a good time. I kind of like that. I guess like it would be more expected if she just went off of. If she went after like cause all her victims are just like they didn't really necessarily do anything to her. In some ways, right. I was waiting for that revelate. But the fact that it didn't, I was like, Oh yeah, because she is a demon. Like that's all she needs. She's just gonna kill the horny boys. And like, all right, once I was like, I was on board with that, like, okay, sure. Let's have her kill the horny boys. And then I liked the dynamic between her and Amanda Seyfried. And I do think Megan Fox is very funny in this. I was like, why isn't yeah. she been in like uh uh, t- Tina Fey, snap her up, put her in, have her say in some <laughs> pop culture reference. <laughs> she could do it, but then she is hurting herself with this Machine Gun Kelly relationship. That's the only thing. Like, oh Megan, we were all for you, but then this. It's tough. It's a tough it's pill to tough. swallow. It's tough. It's not good. It's tough because it's tough I also think had a good time probably got like Jennifer super Pittsburgh.
4: famous so young and early, and that's yeah. always dangerous. I think.
2: I think it is at least i'm telling myself it
4: is (laughs)
2: yeah it would have been so bad for me i'm sure uh i'm so grateful fame hasn't touched (laughs) me yet i'm gonna be my uh, ripe old beginning of my twilight years and it's gonna be it's gonna be my twilight for marcy you know what i thought about the who she went after i was like this is very interesting i think for like rape culture in general that like the guys who do it don't get in trouble it's all the relationships Mm -hmm. that come afterwards that are destroyed right yeah so that for me i was like i see this i see like the the one-to-one there with what actually happens that it kind of just it can destroy the person and then they Kind of cannot find the healthy thing after that. So, and it's
3: also not unusual in a horror movie for like innocent people to die.
2: Yeah, sure. those
3: boys weren't innocent.
2: They're all bad. They all did. Their all own boys bad. are bad.
4: <laughs> all high school boys deserve it. They had bad. thoughts.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, what about this Chris Pratt having three lines? Long, I, don't, bad, I wonder gosh. if he was
3: just like cut out or something. More movies just, should follow this lead.
2: It was, <laughs> wasn't it? Two thousand and nine.
3: Two thousand nine.
4: Yeah. So I just don't think he was who he was, is. Uh, yeah, I think it was definitely one of the early ones. I wasn't sure because I guess, you know, like he's in the one of the early scenes that takes place in this sort of like honky tonk club that then catches on fire. And I wasn't sh- sure if he died in that fire or not, but we never saw him again. But I don't think he did because no one mentioned him specifically as someone who had died. Yeah. No, and But it could have been, he could have been someone who died because we never saw him again after that scene.
3: But also like his character wasn't that important. I didn't didn't feel like we needed a follow up or anything. Like I didn't miss him. I agree,
4: but it was sort of, I guess it's because he is Chris Pratt and we know him so much now that we're sort of like, oh, well, what happened to him?
3: What happened? (laughs) Well, he's a Republican, married a Schwarzenegger. That's what happened. Well, Marcy, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movies ever, and this month, the gayest horror movies ever, and we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories, and at one point, you are going to come up with a category, and it will be Added Added to to the the Wheel! wheel. You may (laughs) not know what that means at this point, but don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. We'll explain it when we get to it. So relax. This is our current top five gayest horror movies ever. So this is the current horror movie rankings. In fifth, with an 80.43%, is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. In fourth, with an 84.20%, The Craft. In third, with an 85.19%, The Lost Boys. In second, with an 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. And number one gayest horror movie, with a 92.99%, is The Bride of Frankenstein.
4: Ooh. So Marcia, if you had a guess, where do you think Jennifer's body is going to land?
3: I was gonna say
2: definitely at the bottom, but then some of those other ones confused me. so now I'm not sure. <laughs> pretty confused by it Lost boys.
4: <laughs> That's pretty gay.
2: I'm uh, yeah, but you know what? we gotta well there's a well, we'll get there because there's some gay stuff in this one too. so That's true
3: in its favor. Yep, yep, yep.
4: So you think it's gonna crack the top five?
2: I don't think so, but, okay. but I don't know right now and I'm bad at math.
4: Okay. <laughs> I'm, being at I'm being humble. I'm being humble.
3: So Sweet. humble Set the expectations <laughs> low and over deliver. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is our first group of categories are the Canon categories. So for these, we're each going to give it a score between zero and a hundred. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. Got it. Great. Yes. All right. Perfect. All right. So the first category: How would you rate Jennifer's body on a scale of zero to 100 in actual gay characters? Well,
2: I think needy. Needy. Needy.
3: needy. Needy's needy. She- Needy's
2: got needs. I love nice. this closeted gay character she's playing. Uh, mm. And then Jennifer's by. So I'm going to say that's up there at a ninety.
3: A ninety. <laughs> Do we think Seyfried is gay or do you think she's bisexual?
5: I don't, I don't know, know so, if
3: she's even, I mean, I think she's at the very minimum bisexual, but it doesn't seem I agree. to be, it's just also, is it more, is she, I mean, she's definitely in love with Jennifer, but it seems like Jennifer, like maybe is like where her desire, homosexual yeah. desire begins and ends.
2: Maybe, we don't know.
3: We don't know, maybe she's she demisexual.
2: That's true. What and that she really has to get
3: to know their mind. It's the mind. You well, you can only uh be you're attracted to someone's brain. You're or is that to the brain. sapiosexual? Well, that's Demi. Sapio. Demi okay. is uh you're attracted to me more. Yes. Oh, well then. Jane from GIJ yeah. to the butcher's <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'd say those two for sure. Sadly, I mean, no yeah. gay boys in it. Diablo Cody, what are you doing? I guess she's work <laughs> when you work as a stripper, you never meet them. That's that's tough. a shame. Yeah. That's a it's, a it's a, it's a maybe, real, uh, <laughs> that's why I don't get into the industry.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think Seyfried and Megan Fox are like bisexual, but it, I don't know, it's weird. It's like, it did feel very like for men, like their relationship, like it didn't feel like, even though it was like a female screenwriter and a female director. I don't director, know, I thought
3: that, because what he said, like Roger Ebert said, this is like Twilight for boys. I felt this is such a movie for girls. Yeah. I, like, I would but think that was like one this, of the things this is Dan not like Cody's
4: boys. Like has said in that it was, the, the movie, the movie was a disappointment. I don't think it was a, a failure like financially, but it was sort of a disappointment. And it's because they tried to really, because Megan Fox was just like uh, the biggest sex symbol of 2009, you know what I mean? So it was, it was pitched for boys. that's how they like pitched it. And that's why like, movie, it didn't do well.
3: Girls don't like movies,
4: right? <laughs> <laughs> we also can't want to watch that two long. girls kissing. No,
3: yeah. I'll go 65. Sixty-five. Do we get your score, Marcy? Did you? I say feel like it? I overshot. I said 90, okay, but... said ninety. Oh, you said ninety. I totally forgot. Didn't I uh... thought there was
4: a pretty hot makeout with them? So it was gonna... a hot makeout, but yeah. I didn't feel like either one of them were like, "This is what I." I mean, like, who who was the guy that? Uh, saved oh, um, Johnny Simmons, who we never Johnny really... We haven't seen much. Of... We saw
3: him in Scott
2: Pilgrim.
4: Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Where's he been?
2: I've seen him. I've, I I. Doing he stuff. Was in... he yeah, bonds. yeah. I. He once gave me a $5 tip when I gave him a Starbucks once. So. Wow. Oh. You gave him a I was, Starbucks? I was a PA on the to-do list cuz Aubrey was in it and I was like her oh, cast okay. assistant but also PA and and uh, he gave me $5 and so I was like that is so weird. But now I realize it was nice. <laughs> that is nice.
4: He's <laughs> like you're probably uh, overworked.
3: He was just in an episode in of 2017's uh, Girl Boss. So remember that show oh, Girl there Boss? You go. That woman who has since been canceled. Um, there you go. The subject of the girl boss. Um, I'll I will i don't know. I'll give it a 72. Oh. All right. Given an average of 75.67, which is the highest we've had in the last eight movies. I skewed it hard, baby. Uh, <laughs> even, if win. You, even if you gave it the same as the lowest score we gave it, which was John 65, it would still be the highest. So it doesn't matter. All right. You're doing great. All right, our Great. next category, gay icons. Let's write this I, on gay icons.
2: If gay can mean queer sure. Or no. Sure. sure. I do think people really love Megan Fox as like a bi icon.
4: Oh, does she, I, is she, is she bisexual?
2: I believe she is. Yeah. Okay. It Great. Could be wrong. Good could be her. wrong. But
4: I would say Amy Sedaris is a gay icon. Oh, oh for sure. Yes. She's in it for like a scene, but she's in it. God, Amanda, Amanda yeah. Seyfried is yeah. ascending,
3: I think. Abba, hello. Her, her work right. in the Mamma Mia, the Mamma Mia, universe. definitely. Here. What about Diablo Cody? What do we think of her? Has I... anyone ever rewatched Juno? I it's haven't disturbing. recently. But... Look, <laughs> do you think it's I not just... aged as well? Is
4: that what you're about? I've just never.
3: I just don't know anyone who's rewatched it. I... I just Googled is
2: Megan Fox by and it said the first article that came up says Megan Fox reminds us she is a bi icon. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you have to remind
4: us you're an icon. I don't know if you're an icon. Well,
2: it's <laughs> bi <by> erasure, John. <laughs>
3: so um, I don't know about Diablo Cody. Sure. Why not? I think she's cool. What about she's um, got a great she had a fun career. Yeah, if she
4: if she and Madonna hadn't parted ways, it definitely would have been.
3: Aren't they working on the her biopic together? Is that no the word is is
4: that they have parted ways? Uh, imagine
3: Madonna being difficult to work with. I'd just pick my job. off the floor. <laughs> It also could
4: be a, just a timing issue because the two of them are also very much in demand.
3: Madonna notoriously very easy to work with. Sure,
4: <laughs> don't say <saying> otherwise. <laughs>
3: uh, also, Courtney Love on the soundtrack and titular Ooh. inspiration. That's true. Yeah,
4: I was
2: gonna say I feel like J.K. Simmons should be a gay a icon? icon. I don't know. I don't about know. That. Have you ever seen what he looks like now? He's like He's rips now. He got so buff.
3: Yeah, that doesn't make anyone a gay icon, though. Although I, I did know. see him in Guys and
4: Dolls in the '90s, and
3: mm-hmm. the reviews I mean, he
4: was, are he was great. As oh, <laughs> Just like we sounds like he are wasn't that nice. Farmers, Not, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean he was great. He was the guy who came in and was like, "Let's do Guys and Dolls," and then he did. And he was great.
3: Is that someone's line? Let's sing Guys and Dolls. <laughs> no, he just sings it, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know anything about, guys. as far as I know, Guys and Dolls is about people who want to gamble.
4: Yes, there's a lot of gambling in Guys and Dolls. You're right.
3: And there's a lot of like hats, fedoras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that
4: is. I think you would like Isenels because it's sort of, it's very uh, it's it's not very deep. It doesn't take itself seriously. It's oh, thank fun. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's something you could understand. Yeah, thank you, John. Wow. You wouldn't be like, oh, shallow.
3: I don't have to <laughs> yeah. think too hard. You exactly. love oh, it, and the songs are fun. You, your toe taps. You love uh, it. <laughs> um. What do we want to give uh, Jennifer's body in gay icons?
2: It's weird because I'm gonna rate it lower than I than I think I would if yes. if if she were a man
4: you know what Lucy. i mean well
3: she's also like hasn't megan she hasn't been around that long to be like an icon status yeah i feel know? like
4: when you think of megan fox you think of transformers which is not what the gays are talking about
2: no correct uh but i want to say like i don't know like an 80
4: 80
3: a bit of a cumulative effect
4: if sedaris had more to do sure she to me is like the one that is like the the most the best example but i'm gonna it's go fun
3: 72. to see her in a very like oh she's grounded Yeah, she Mm -hmm. wasn't going
4: crazy. (laughs) She wasn't. Oh, interesting.
3: (laughs) Right. Uh, I'll give it a, I don't know, 74. Why not? Give it an average of 75.33. All right. Our next category, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form?
2: i mean say
4: not really not
2: really not at all we got a
3: brief
4: scene with chip but his underwear is really high-waisted which i thought okay was weird. john <laughs> <laughs> i just thought it just looked weird that it was like high-waisted tidy whiteys. like even
3: think- like the women looked good but i didn't feel it's not like watching megan fox and michael bay where the camera's practically like undressing her like it felt like it still felt like uh I don't feel Effectful. bad for any of the women in the movie. Yeah. Right.
2: Well, and that's not what you want to <laughs> you want to <laughs> you want to demean them a little bit for it to be really sexy. Um right. but no, I think purposely uh they were not showing any men in a good light at all. So I'm going to yeah. say that that's going to be lower on like the 10 i'm gonna give it a 10. a 10. <laughs> <laughs> i thought i like adam brody and his um his eyeliner his though. his eyeliner sure, sure. yeah.
3: There's and a how he eye- cups that microphone you know mm-hmm. someone's a serious singer we they're holding <laughs> the back of a microphone get out of here. yeah Seducer. Do
4: you, you know that was not his vote is not his voice in those songs. It
2: did not surprise no, me to hear surprised. you say yeah. it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> never thought it might have been. So <laughs> it Never even crossed my mind. Uh, yeah, it's pretty low. I think that one scene with Chip is kind of it. I'll go 25.
3: 25. I don't know. I'm going to give it a nine. Pretty low for me. Giving it a 14.67, which is eight points higher than the craft. So, okay. All right. And that had Skeet Ulrich. But next, he's
2: a bad guy in it, though. He's always they
3: a. Didn't, what is, when is he a good guy in a movie? I'm sure he has okay. been. Someone's screaming. That show, Eureka. What was that show he was in? Not Eureka. <laughs> oh. We're like Jericho. Was like a nuclear apocalypse. <laughs> Remember that Eureka, show was on Black like no. I
5: knew
3: it was something biblical. All right, our next category: entrances with pizzazz.
2: I mean. Ugh. Jennifer
3: Jennifer's- does slink into every scene.
2: Every scene. She's coming. a slinker. She lands on your car, bloodied yeah, and snarling. Right. You think on. she's
3: coming one way, and then you I turn like- around, she's right there. Mm-hmm. I like
4: how they did that a couple times. Where you saw her walking in one direction, and then she entered from the other side of the screen. That was really fun.
3: Yeah. I also uh, thought J.K. Simmons just entering with This is a Dark Day and Devil's Kettle was pretty funny. And, I mean, we'll get there later, but
2: that that hook, for no reason, the hook.
3: It was like, why are we making a, was this a a Talladega Nights now? Like, why is this big jokey choice here? Uh, And What was was his
4: accent? like? J.K. Simmons had this weird, like, Minnesota, weird Midwest accent that I was very confused by. Yeah,
2: I couldn't. Quite place where that city was supposed to be,
4: and that wig felt like he was just like right before his first shot. He just went into like a costume room, was like, "I'm wearing this," and no one said no.
2: They're like, "Okay, great." And then
4: they're right, like, fine. "We've already shot one scene with him in that wig. He's gotta keep wearing
2: it. It's <laughs> <That's>
3: established." <laughs>
2: Wait, what was the question? Oh, entrances. entrances with
3: pizzazz. I also thought Amy Sedaris had a fun one when she goes had another one of my night terrors. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to enter a room. Yeah, I thought that was funny.
2: Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I want to. I'm going to give that a 95. I every time Jennifer, there was never a time Jennifer didn't enter in a way that was like, wow,
3: look at her go. <laughs> you don't cast Megan Fox when you want subtlety.
4: No. Yeah, but I think it was mostly just her, and there wasn't any like super super big ones. But I will go. Seventy-eight.
3: I'm 78. sorry. What if
2: what if you kick through a prison window? <laughs> That's true. And That's then burst through a that. and then kick through a prison gate <laughs> or a fence. <laughs> That's and then and needy also
3: Needy does jump it through Jennifer's window though. Mm-hmm. That's true. Smashing. All right, a smashing I'll go,
2: success. I'll
3: go eighty-three then.
2: Okay, thank
3: you. Eighty-three. Uh, I'm gonna and go lobbied. eighty. Ooh. <laughs> there are some, but I've seen pizzazzier. Yeah. 90s were in a late early 2000s, late 2000s. When was this movie made? 2008. Not a great time, I feel, for because everything had to be grounded and ironic. <laughs> all right. Our next category the Mike Pence anxiety scale. How much anxiety would this movie give Mike Pence?
2: Mother would have to hold him all night. <laughs> I think he would hate every moment of it. I would yeah. think
3: so. A woman
4: in charge, no, a woman doing charge. what she wants. Yes. Women. Expressing their sexuality with each other. Also, mm-hmm. we
2: couldn't even find a virgin to kill. What the fuck? You the know
3: horrors. Uh-huh. Satanism.
2: Satanism. Demon, right. Yeah.
3: Making light of demons.
2: Even the good girls having sex. Come on.
3: Mm-hmm. Where do we? Li- I did look up on Christian Spotlight on the movies. They did say this was v- extremely offensive. <laughs> <laughs> but they also had a whole paragraph where the reviewer lists every like. Uh, in sexual innuendo and every single erotic moment in exhausting detail, which Ooh, felt wow. very like, how is this any different from Mister Skin? Right, it's the same thing. <laughs> and he literally said, "I was squirming in my seat," and I thought, <laughs> "I bet you were, you <laughs> piece of shit." <laughs> uh, so I, I think this you... is pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. What Do did I, you say,
2: Marcy? I don't know if I said a number yet. Did
3: I? Go or... Say a number. Just say a number.
2: And then for Mike Pence, I'm going to say this is going to be a 95 for Mike Pence. 95. Just because women are talking the entire time.
3: (laughs) Sure. Sure. I will say 95 as well. 95. I don't know. I think this is 100. I think this is pretty, uh, no one talks about Jesus. Um, (laughs) They talk about the devil so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got a 96.67. Tying it with society. But still 0.33 points lower than Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Mm, mm
5: -hmm, mm -hmm.
3: All right. You're going to make up a lot of points here, too, I think. Hell on Heels. Feisty ladies.
4: (laughs) A hundred.
3: Come on. It's Jennifer's body.
4: Please. The first line of the movie is, hell is a teenage girl. Uh, Yes. Tell me about
3: it.
2: Mm -hmm. How about when uh, Needy kicked in the nutritionist? teeth who oh, was being very s-
3: nice to her <laughs> yeah, and the whole anything wrong
2: the whole institution started clapping <laughs> <laughs> they hated that nutritionist
5: <laughs> they
3: hated her always trying to help us <sighs> <sighs> you you want to talk about a thankless job try being a nutritionist in a woman's prison oh gosh uh yeah i'll go 98 98 I mean, I think this is 100. Well, she's eating innocent boys, John. That's true. Mm -hmm. Giving it a 99.33, which is three points higher than the house bunny. Ooh, And tying it with the craft. Interesting.
2: I also really love that she got better looking. (laughs) But she (laughs) was like, oh, finally, my hair looks good again. (laughs) All
3: right. Our next category, chosen families. How would you rate this on chosen families? Sadly, the only one I could think of was the evil band. Yeah.
2: I felt like Jennifer, even though she was a demon, still did choose Needy as her family. But
3: I, I don't guess... know if two people is enough. Wow. No, I,
1: you're going to wow. you need
2: a third to wow. make a family. A lot of only children from single parent households it's going to be really upset right now. <laughs> when aren't they upset?
4: <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, and um, I also, but I also feel like uh, Megan Fox would like she went after that one guy. I think his name was Colin. When she was like, "Oh, you kind of like him," I'm gonna like. She did things to be kind of shitty too. Obviously. Oh, she was. They had is a your family nice to you? I'm sorry. Yeah.
3: <laughs> they had an unhealthy relationship. I think it's oh, even yeah. before the demon shows up. She's like pushing uh, needy and.
2: Oh yeah, true. yeah. I think she nice. liked
3: her. Like I have a friend. I'm better than.
2: Yeah, yeah. who I'm is in love around, and yeah. obsessed with me? That's
3: that's mm-hmm. a this classic works out great for Jennifer.
2: That is a classic <laughs> dynamic, though. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah
3: but I don't think we should call them chosen, chosen families. families. That's like makes real chosen families. Like <laughs> uh, it's, it's maybe a little insulting to like, oh, you're like okay. this abusive friendship I know.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well,
4: sometimes that's how it
2: is, but I'll give it a 30.
3: 30. I, for the band, I'll give it a five. A five. Let's hear it for the band. <laughs> Oh boy, were they terrible music, huh? Low shoulder? Oh, get out of here. Throw Low gutter.
2: shoulder. Uh,
3: then I was listening. I was like, what are they meant to sound? I, I I settled on who I think they were meant to sound like of like the time. Okay. I was like, oh, they're like a snow patrol-ish, like kind of like a ballad you would hear on like a WB show. Oh, that makes yeah. sense though.
2: Low shoulder, snow patrol. No patrol it patrol, does make
3: sense. Thing, it's very yeah. road. Yeah, inspiring. Mm-hmm. Very road theme. You couldn't get enough road bands back then. <laughs> uh i'll give it a three for chosen oh, family. oh
2: boy i went wow. too high but it's you know what? i stick right. to it so stick sisters to it. Are, are mean
3: yeah um got a 12.67 which is three points lower than the emperor's new groove <laughs> all right our next category macabre how macabre is jennifer's body
2: it's hmm. pretty darn
3: macabre it's pretty yeah. darn macabre Nine eleven 11
2: themed shots yeah Oh, yeah. She didn't even drink them. That was my biggest problem with the whole movie. I was like, she just sat the, <laughs> it, she's an underage girl. She bought the shots in front of a future cop and then just sat them down.
4: Right. What is
2: happening?
4: And I believe Diablo Cody was the bartender. Fun. Oh, good
3: for her. For Get her. out there. Get her sack. her sag
4: money. <laughs> it was crazy
3: how I thought like, oh, this came out seven years after 9-11. But I feel like if you did like a nine eleven theme shots joke now, people would be more offended now than they were seven, at the time this came out.
2: Because we had our twenty Probably, year, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, every I think soup to nuts, you know, <laughs> like like when yeah. the kids are all crying in the school, Jennifer's kind of walk strutting, looking her best, <laughs> yeah, like that's she's like this thing. is the she literally says this is the best day of my life. <laughs>
3: It was wild how that bar fire started. At first, like it happened so quickly.
5: It sure like did. it takes
3: literally 10 seconds to this for this bar to be completely engulfed, complete chaos. I, it happened so quick, I was like, is this a dream? Because they said needy was seeing like hallucinations at the beginning. So I thought, wait, is this all is most of this movie in Needy's mind? But it wasn't. It was really I, happening. It I just thought, caught on fire really quick. I thought the same think,
4: though. Do we think Adam Brody like and the band set it up? because he seems so unfazed by it. And I realized we learned later that like, oh, they were looking for a virgin to sacrifice. But you would think that like, if you were performing and a bar like caught on fire, you would still be freaked out by that. And he just I don't know. Like, Have you oh, seen okay. some
3: of the venues we've I, I, done in our improv days? Sure, but well. I,
4: I imagine that like, he was like, oh, could like by taking her and sacrificing her, it would be so easy to think, oh, she probably died in the fire. As opposed to mm. like looking for a missing girl, a missing body. Maybe, Mm -hmm. but
3: that wasn't like set up at all. You know what I mean? They never.
2: I could see that, too. I had I I was trying to decide what that was or if he just was soulless. So he didn't. Right. I mean, obviously
4: soulless because they're like, let's sacrifice someone so we have a better career for a shitty band.
2: I got to say also that (laughs) murder scene was so Considering how fucking dark it is, yeah. it's so it funny.
3: Yeah,
4: <laughs> it was weird totally. I thought that scene. We I want to be like f-
3: Maroon Five. I thought it was funny. I thought it was very funny. We want to be like Maroon Five.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Wait, that's hold like on one the second. worst people's dreams. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Wait, so this is macabre right? macabre yeah, i think going It's pretty dang macabre I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a hundred. Couldn't. I don't know how it could have gotten more.
3: Less quips. Oh, well, we don't Less want quips. that. I, but we don't want that. That's a different movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Other ninety-seven. Ninety seven. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh well, I'm gonna go ninety-five. Because okay. the quippy tone makes okay. it seem like <laughs> this isn't that heavy. Okay. Uh give it a ninety seven point thirty three. All right, our next category dramatic lighting. Ooh. How's dramatic that lighting. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, 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 thought, I thought it looked yeah. really great, the movie.
2: Oh, absolutely. Think about the pool scene. That was great. Even just running towards it with the
4: fog. Was over that the grass. pool house
3: part of the high school? like, why is this so far from the high school? <laughs> was, Where is this pool house? That pool
4: house, that pool house gave, uh, raised more questions than it could possibly have answered. <laughs> I will say without a doubt. I was like, why, are the, what is this pool? Why does, why did Amanda Seafried know to run there?
3: It had like a Roman theme. She yeah. heard
4: someone
2: scream.
3: She found, did she find like a scarf or something? She, she found, found something. her
2: orchid. Her. And so she would've... was like,
4: oh my God, the pool.
3: The building I see. She right heard over there. scream.
4: There was a scream, right? But she was already yeah. running to it when she found the orchid.
2: Yes. No, she found the orchid and then heard the scream and was like, the
4: pool house and you know, ran across She was the... at the prom and then was like, I gotta go and was running mm-hmm. and then found the orchid. Yes. Guys. And it was like, I'm on
2: the right,
3: the movie right now.
4: direction. <laughs>
2: Um. Anyway, beautiful lighting. Beautiful, beautiful lighting. Light. I thought dramatic. the
3: solitary stuff, looked great. <laughs> stuff, was great.
2: How about oh, like, a bunch of candles in an abandoned house? Very
3: dramatic.
2: <laughs> emo boy. Um. Yep. Yeah,
3: the goth. Was he goth yeah. or emo?
2: I think he was emo goth. Yeah. Yeah. Between
3: the two.
4: He had eyeliner, not like a pale base. That's more emo.
2: Yeah. Lip ring, not an eyebrow ring. You know, there's a sure. lot of things that.
3: Are <laughs> Where's the ring? Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what do you want to give this for dramatic lighting?
2: I'm gonna give it an eighty-five,
3: realistically. Yes. <laughs> Please, <laughs> don't you. go into some fanciful headspace. <laughs> I'll go eighty-six. Yeah. Eighty-six. Uh, I'll go eighty-seven. How about that? Isn't yeah. that fun? We're having fun. Yeah. An average of eighty-six. All right. Our next category: vibrato. So, for this, as
4: always, we mean, we mean in addition to literal vibrato, anytime they take a moment, give you a little extra, zhuzh it up, more than it needs, but they give it to you and you'll like it. Mm. I would say for me, like all of the voiceover felt very vibrato to me. Like anytime mm-hmm. there's voiceover in a movie, it feels kind of vibrato y to me.
3: Oh, uh, you're going like- to love the original release of Blade Runner.
4: Oh, can't wait. The- also, like there was singing, there's a band, so there's a little there vibrato was a there. Ba-
3: yes, yes. Hmm. So I'm still... the, how that fire broke out so quickly. The town was called Devil's Kettle, right? And just the zippy, like the amount of quips per minute mm-hmm. was extra. Like they're making quips while they're killing each other.
2: Also, when Amanda, when Needy says like, "Ugh, that band's terrible," and then the girls like, "No, they're not. They're <laughs> <Yeah>. heroes." <laughs> I like that scene. That was weird. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> yeah, heroes. Um let's see how I put a number on that. I'm going to say, because I don't know if I fully wrap my mind around it,
3: I'm going to give it a 50. 50. Conservative.
4: I think they give you a little extra. It's not a ton. Although I, with the band too, I was also like, wait, they have three guitars in a band? That That's a lot funny. to me. That That's funny. Uh, and you've <laughs> never
3: been to a drive-by trucker show, I see, John. <laughs> I
4: have not. You're correct, Mark. They got
3: two lead guitars and a rhythm guitars and then a bassist
4: oh so that's four four
3: good guitar, yeah oh,
4: wow well i will give for that i'll give it a 64 then <laughs> 60 for the drive-by truckers <laughs> i saw
3: them in concert in san francisco a three-hour show wow, but get this i hated that it was great oh they delivered interesting i'll give it a i'm gonna give it a 70. i think the whole thing's pretty extra the whole movie like just the the curly q font let you know mm-hmm. oh we're have we're in a fun space here <laughs> <laughs> let's not take it too seriously um giving it a 61.33 which is the lowest that's 20 points lower than the uh, emperor's new groove ouch
2: that, well there's a lot of songs in that there's movie, a lot of so. songs An kid. yeah so what are you gonna do
3: what are you gonna do our next category footwork how would you rate the footwork well needy she's a has been labeled a kicker she does kick a lot
2: And Jennifer jumping on cars and how did she even get out of that second story window? We don't, we didn't even know where she went.
3: Well, she can fly now. She can levitate.
4: She She can levitate, not fly. It's not as impressive. The movie teaches us. That's (laughs) true.
3: There's also the color guard. Oh my gosh. A beautiful footwork. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: And I thought again when Siegfried was running away from the prom, her arms were doing this weird thing that made That laugh. was
2: so funny. I was like, <laughs> "Is that how she runs, or is that a choice?" Was it a choice? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it wasn't a choice, but <laughs> just like <Yeah. laughs> she ran like a
3: scarecrow. <laughs>
4: yeah, it was weird the way her arms pumped sideways. It made no sense.
3: Maybe that's how the dress forced her to run.
4: Okay, so that was dress a- was also weird. It felt like it from wild. a very different era. Uh,
3: it yes, fun. it's prom, John.
4: Yeah, but it wasn't 2009 prom.
3: No, but it was prom classic prom. Classic. Yes. Classic 80s yes, prom. Huh. It felt collection. like it was
4: out of um like a, a Valley of the Dolls or something like that. It didn't feel like a a hip 2009 prom.
2: Correct. I agree. I agree. So that makes it correct. Okay. Um <laughs> let's see. That Fancy is now fact. Thank okay. You, I, you know what? There wasn't enough dancing, so I'm going to give this like a 45.
4: 45. I think just based on the fact that she's called a kicker, to me, we'll give it a 70.
3: 70! John! Mark! Uh, I'll give it a 64. Give it an average of 59.67. Alright, this is the last of the canon categories. Marcy, on a scale of 0-200. How likely are you to recommend Jennifer's Body to a gay person?
2: Zero to 200?
3: 100.
2: <laughs> I was like, why did the numbers change all of a sudden? Oh, well, you just wait. Um, Let's see. I'm going to say I would, I would, I'm going to say 75% chance that I would recommend it to a gay person, especially a gay woman
3: or oh, okay. female identifying. 75. Again,
4: I feel like there are a lot of the stuff that Jennifer's Body does. There are other movies that I think are do it better or in a more enjoyable way but I do think it's good. I think 75 is a good score. I'll go with that as well.
3: 75. I think gay people would really appreciate a movie where Megan Fox is a demon and eats boys. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give it a 90. Wow. wow. I'm telling there's- everyone you know. You got to watch Jennifer's Body. You got to watch. Hey, gays, I think you would like Jennifer's Body. I'm genuinely happy that I did watch it. <laughs> Me too. Out of five stars, what are you giving it?
2: Oh, I'm going to give it a, a 4.5.
3: Wow, that's huge. It's hey. one of your favorite films of the year.
4: <laughs> Honestly, there's not a lot <laughs> out, so sure. <laughs> one of your favorite films of 2021. came you haven't out seen in Pig? 2009.
2: No, but you know, Lamb? I saw them. Brittany Murphy
3: doc. No, that's sad. People, no, really? The Brittany Murphy doc is sad? It is, I, Mark. I believe Of course it is that's like uh emotional pornography that thing uh well got an 80. all right now we're into the wheel category okay these categories are categories
4: that previous guests brought in and so we've put them all on this wheel which is an app on my phone so we're going to spin it three times whatever category randomly pops up that's how we will judge the movie oh i was really hoping
2: for camp that's why but (laughs) that used to be okay don't you worry
4: OK, uh, then it's the host choice. And this week it is Mark's turn to pick a category. And then after that, you, Marcy, will come up with a category, which we will add to the wheel. OK, that's this movie and potentially future movies. OK, Begin all that. No, but I figured <laughs> it doesn't matter.
3: Yeah. OK, here we go. Unnecessary nipples. Unnecessary. I don't know if there's None. any nipples. I didn't really not any nipples. There is no nipples. I have the hardest time writing the word unnecessary.
2: <laughs> well, you shouldn't.
3: Especially in relation Thank to you, nipples. Marcy. That's so nice of you to say. <laughs> Gosh, <My> sweetheart. <laughs> no nipples at all, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Not even on boys. Even when there was, was a Johnny sex Simmons, scene. he was
4: he. The uh, we way seen it was from staged, the back mostly. Was in his yeah.
3: It was very tasteful.
4: I guess we did see. His, we probably did see his nipples in the. The sex scene he was having with Amanda say, read. Mm, I can't remember. I don't I know don't, if we did. I don't think we did. I think we might Maybe have. Briefly. They
3: were like putting on the. But, but also it wasn't that like, wouldn't be unnecessary in a sex scene. Right. It didn't you know, feel like. It extra. didn't feel. Do we need nipples here? Like
4: they were ostensibly right. both sort of naked.
2: Do we need nipples here? Anybody? <laughs> we the, no. The, okay. We got the
3: nipple wrangler. Tell the nipple <laughs> wrangler she so can go back to her trailer. What do we do? Give it a zero then?
2: Oh, you can. can. Yeah. No nipples.
3: You're giving it a zero? Is that correct? I mean, there's no nipples. There's no nipples.
2: Not even when she's naked or
3: cold or wet. Nope.
4: (laughs) I'll give it a three.
3: Three based on nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'll give it a zero. I was trying to think, is there even like a baby bottle or anything? You know, but there wasn't. You know, rave culture was still in its dying days. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this year. Um, Giving it a one in unnecessary nipples. Okay. Unnecessary nipples from our Batman and Robin episode with Tony Rodriguez.
4: Okay, here we go. Real bodies. Real uh, bodies. I mean, that body,
2: that's a real body. <laughs> or what do we mean? Yes. Like, like, like average bodies? I think like bodies
3: yeah, you don't typically like, see in major movies. Like, oh, pictures. you
4: would see that when you went out in your real life. As opposed you to. You know, like a movie forages. from the 70s is more <laughs> prone to have yeah.
3: real bodies than a movie from 2008.
2: Yeah, not a
3: not a ton not of real bodies in the woman's prison. There's a lot of real bodies in there. Suppose, yeah, yeah, there's
2: and then all the like adults have real bodies.
3: J.K. Simmons has a real Simmons. body. I
2: think, but Chris he also Pratt, has like
4: a fake hand. Are you going to say that's not a real body? That wow, can John. really happen. What I'm saying, but that's that can, not really his body.
2: That can really happen, though.
4: <laughs> like, I know it can really happen. I agree with that. But it did feel like a weird sketch comedy choice rather Absolutely. than something yeah. that was actually happening, you know.
2: The football player who got killed first, real body. Oh, he had a real body. A bit, yeah. Cr- Chris Pratt back in his real body days.
4: Mm, I think it was still
2: No, he's chubby. He's got like a double chin.
4: I don't know. I still I think he was like I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Before <laughs> sort of like the 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 highest of his Parks and Rec days. It was sort of that to me. It still felt a little like I think i'm a movie star then he sort of was like i'm a character actor and then they're like nope you're a movie star <laughs> um yeah but so when i guess will he
2: be interesting when I he kills he... someone oh
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's what he needs Is that's that what the you... <laughs> next career move
2: <laughs> everyone
3: gets very interesting a when real... he kill someone <laughs> <laughs> a real scandal <laughs> you know i wasn't interested in chris then he killed somebody and, and now like, I, What's I really love here? What's this passengers. Story?
2: I'm pulling up a picture of Chris Pratt. He certainly has a chubby baby face still. Okay.
3: Well, he's probably uh, young too, right? Was he like probably early twenties at this time? What are we saying? <laughs> what, are we, what are we? Who cares? Like he's white. Okay, I,
2: I I think for real bodies we
3: can. O- I can only go to like 25. 25. Yeah, I'm gonna go 12. 12. Uh, I'll go 20. Give an average of 19. Real Bodies is from our cruising episode with Elliot Glazer. Okay, here we go. Dramatic smoking. Well, there was a moment where Jennifer Fo-
4: excuse me, Megan Fox was about to light a cigarette and Chris Pratt grabbed it out of her mouth.
3: Oh yeah. She does light her tongue on fire. That's right. Have you seen cool. today, just today, brats? You know, the brat stalls on Twitter they recreated the scene where she lights her tongue on fire with brat stalls. <gasps> wow! So, Jennifer's body has entered the conversation.
4: <laughs> We're okay. part of it. Thank you. All
3: right, so for
2: lighting her tongue on fire, I will give her uh, I will give her a 15. <laughs>
3: 15. You're basically just eliminating the middleman, <laughs>
2: you know, you
3: don't need a cigarette to. Hurt give yourself mouth cancer.
2: Or tobacco. Or tobacco.
4: I mean, there is also that club that, you know, catches fire.
2: It, it, so smoking. is that
4: smoking? Because the building did smoke. There were people on fire. <laughs> there were people on fire. There was smoking going on.
3: But I think feel like the flames were really the star of the show and the smoke true, was secondary. True. That like you didn't hear a lot of <coughs> stay low. There wasn't a lot of that. <laughs> Exactly. Very good point, John. Mark. Very good point. <laughs> yeah, up, we're surrounded by flames. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, I'll give it an 18. 18. Yeah, I'll go. I don't know. Uh, well, the tongue thing. I'll give it 20 for lightning or tongue on fire. Uh, finally, it is time for me. Yes. My host's choice for category. And I thought there were quite a few I could have chosen. Not that anyone's interested in my thought process. <laughs> But I decided to go with a, a more recent category um, from the House Bunny: weaponizing sex.
2: Oh my gosh, one hundred percent! It's all
3: weaponized. <laughs> yeah, it's basically even, this movie is weaponizing Megan Fox. Definitely. But
2: even in the scene with uh, Needy and Jennifer, and not Jennifer, yeah, and Jennifer, that's like that's even that scene is like very weaponized for yeah. both ways too, like.
4: I'd say the only sex in this movie that isn't weaponized is between Needy and Chip.
3: Yeah. Because
2: she's closeted and that she's not interested in him.
3: Well, doesn't she also have like horrific visions while it's happening of like blood dripping from the ceiling? Sure. Yeah. As all closeted people do.
2: Even (laughs) as she was having sex with him, she was still thinking of Jennifer.
3: Sure. I mean, it wouldn't be hard in this high school for any person to compete with. I would be thinking of Jennifer. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah how you'd like Who to be, her be,
4: sure
3: yeah i want to be i want her to like me right.
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> she's mean but could she be fun and mean
3: yeah as i i would want a third person there but <laughs> i wouldn't want it to be just her and i what would she say
2: no. what's up monistat or how'd she say what's something monistat she kept saying like <laughs> where is it at monistat yeah. or something
3: mm. like that How's your snatch hanging? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. She was crass. We can all admit. Very yes. crass. So, well, yeah. What would you give uh, Jennifer's body for weaponizing sex? I'm giving it a hundred. A hundred. I'll give it an
4: eighty-five, just because there was that one genuine, <laughs> sure. emotional sex scene.
3: But there's also so much of weaponizations of sex. So I think I'll give it a hundred. Why not? I'm giving it a hundred. Uh, Give an average of 95. All right, Marcy, the time has come for you to come up with a category that we can throw onto the wheel.
2: Let's say um, um a men wearing eyeliner. Men okay. wearing eyeliner. Guy yeah, guy liner.
3: Um, There's a ton of that.
2: There was a ton of that. That's why I picked it.
3: I want to get a good score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, Noah Fielding from Great British Baking Show would do very well in this category. He so. would, yes. <laughs> You don't watch that, Marcy, every Saturday morning. Just, just a nice, easy way to wake up on a Saturday morning, just on that baking show. So much reality TV. I've watched so much reality <laughs> TV to keep up with my podcasts. So there's no room for a Great British. There's no show. room. You guys You're can't gonna... cover that on Ellis for Losers. It's in the pop. It's in the zeitgeist. It's not trashy enough. <laughs> well, if
2: they fight on it, I'll watch it.
3: What if Erica Jane shows up and lies about something?
2: i mean look the very british she, erica jane she may have to because she needs money
3: she needs well you don't win money on baking show it's no. a british she needs to learn show. a
2: trade she's gonna learn a trade yeah She'll go um, back to that
3: bar be a bartender that's true uh yeah what do you want to give uh jennifer's body for men wearing eyeliner
2: i'm just the say, band
3: and that
2: goth kid yeah so i was gonna say like uh and it's not like the the band band keeps coming back too. They do, so, yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I'm gonna say a sixty. Sixty for the category you came up with. I'm gonna give it an eighty-five. Eighty-five. I was trying. What would be a hundred? I guess maybe like Velvet Goldmine would be up there.
4: Yeah, probably that.
3: Um, I'll give this. Uh, I've seen more, but I'll give it sixty-five. Give an average of 70. All right, now we're into the bonus categories. These mm. categories, as the
4: name implies, are just bonus. So they're just extra points. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it's OK. It's not going to work against the
3: movie. So we're rating don't it freak from out.
4: 0 to 10.
3: OK. All right, the first one is Musical Potential. Could you see a musical made out of Jennifer's body? And I should say, they well, did let's... make one at El Cid in 2019. Yeah. Okay, then An that's a tin. That's did.
2: a tin. <laughs> I could see it too. I, I, uh, I could see um, solos and yeah.
3: <laughs> it's basically uh, all about Eve. You could do the same. It's the same thing. Yeah. Sure. Which they've made into a musical. There you go.
4: Uh, yeah. And the soundtrack is pretty, has like some pretty like iconic 2009 songs. Like what? Uh, I don't know. Let me look at the sound. I mean, the whole song. There you go.
3: <laughs> sure. Well, technically, that song isn't. Well, there's Violet. But you would have but it in there. The Jennifer's. But I mean, spot, you got
4: yeah. Panic at the Disco, Florence and the Machine. The the these are, these are not songs. These are I bands, know. John. Oh, sorry. Kiss with a Fist, New Perspective, New in <laughs> These town. are not
3: iconic songs. What is it,
4: Trees? What is it, Coming
3: Through, <laughs> through the, trees? the Trees? There you go, no. there's your balance. That was
2: an original
3: there yeah. That's by Low memory. Shoulders. There you
2: go.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a nine. A nine. You think they might have a little trouble?
4: I think some possible. of this stuff is like wouldn't lend itself to stage stuff, but it could be
3: fun. You could do the levitating. We love a, a big end thing with wire work. We
4: love a Peter. Save Pan. the
3: wire work for the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you ever it's, start it's with Spider-Man. wire work or are people like, you peaked? I mean, there's nowhere Peter to go. Spider
4: you pretty much do. Spider Man the musical, you pretty much did.
3: Hmm.
4: I mean, I think if you're doing it, you're like, we're paying for this. So we're already here. So let's get them up there.
3: Then why weren't they constantly slowly dropping that chandelier and fandom? Don't know, Mark. Our next category. <laughs> what did you give it? A 10. Okay. I think this is ripe for it. Mostly you can just say at a high school, easy. You don't even need that burning bar. Just have it all at the high school.
2: A lot of shadow work can be done too. Puppets. Uh,
3: oh, shadow
4: puppets. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, uh, no, you can just have like a, a scrim and like a scrim? people. Yeah. Oh, Jennifer,
4: okay. no. Scrim's out and off stage.
3: Jennifer, <laughs> I thought you were into me. Yeah. Jennifer. <laughs> a red wash. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer, no. I'm auditioning. Our next category, queer <laughs> menace. Oh, Jennifer. Well, Jennifer is pretty much a queer menace, I would say. Yeah, she's would 10. You, but she's just menacing all the boys.
2: But not until she does But she menace. swings both ways. That's the thing with bisexuality, John. you got to get your head but around saying, it. Like, she's not having sex with the boys. She's eating them. But she did have sex with the boys, too. But she
4: did, But I don't feel like she's like... Uh, Here's this weird energy coming into town. It's like I don't know. To you me, don't think feel- Jennifer
3: has a weird energy? <laughs> I think she does. I think she has
4: like a queer energy. Like all the guys not- are like going for it. It's not like if Jennifer was a boy, you know, if it was you could Joseph's be queer body- and
3: sexually attractive at the same time. I it's like I'm a queer not an unusual that. energy. But I'm just
4: saying, like she's doing, like it's very like heteronormative of like, hey, boy, come to me in the woods. Come with me in the woods and do that. It's not. like Well, that's a- what she
3: presents, but the reality is yeah. that she is truly going to mm. eat them.
4: Yeah, sure, but it doesn't feel queer the menace of it to me.
3: I think a young woman eating young boys is feels pretty What's queer, queer right?
4: about that the girls and the boys what is transgression
3: they're killing the
2: boys uh-huh. yeah they're and killing that's queer
3: the, killing is queer
2: killing no but a
3: young woman killing but boys she's not, feels like it's a version of you know powers, but how's that but sexuality none of, none of the queer. men
2: that she kills are people she's attracted to she's not doing it because she
3: wants to have gotcha. sex with them yeah mhm She's doing because that's how she gets her power, her demon powers. And right. in fact, the so only person—the sure.
2: only person that she actually does—you're <laughs> not going to
3: be convinced no matter what we say, John. <laughs> yeah, <so what laughs> well, does but it you haven't said okay. anything
4: convincing. That's why. Well,
2: who is I don't the care. only? <laughs> wait, just ask, <laughs> who is the care. only person that she actually had
3: uh, emotional connection. Like a connection or a kiss, a or a kiss without into... without yes. killing them? Yes. Is needy. Correct. So, would you say Jennifer has is queer? We've already given her the points that she's a gay character, actual gay character, and she is also a menace. So, is she not a queer menace? But I don't think
4: she's specifically queer. I think she's, bi- I mean, like at the beginning of the movie, she's queer. The band. Sure. Okay.
3: But it's I don't a- think like
4: her bisexuality is part of like, it's not that she's not tempting women to go into the woods either to like.
3: Well, because boys are bad. <laughs> okay. Women didn't kill her. We're both <laughs> using the same argument style. <laughs> We're, we just shout our points and don't agree. And that's okay. Well, yeah. <laughs>
2: he can also have a different number
3: too. That's fine. This is true. true. It might be higher than mine. Mm-hmm. What do you want to give? It? What'd you, you give it, Marcy? Did you say? 10. Two hands. You both showed ones. all her fingers and a <laughs> thumbs.
4: Uh, I'll give it a, I don't think Megan Fox is a queer menace. I think she's a menace to boys as a woman. And there's nothing about that that feels queer to me. I'll give it a
3: one one political you
2: you should go um, on some reddit men's right (laughs) activism boards then (laughs) apparently you know what I'm saying okay all right good I'll spend more time
3: there (laughs) more time (laughs) uh I'm gonna give it I'll give it a eight give an average of 6.33 all right our next category character actress makes a big swing
2: well, actress. Okay, God, because boy, J.K. Simmons' name.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he, he's <laughs> going to big he swing. He took the biggest swing. I and... think Sedaris not going broad is a big yes. swing. Yeah. Playing
3: grounded is nice. Yeah. I
4: would agree. I would give that an eight. Eight. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of it. And I think she really is just in one scene. Is that correct? Seems yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it a four.
3: Four. That's a lot of weight. Um, I'll give it a four. I'll give an average of five point three
2: three. I misunderstood, but it's fine. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still trying to give it to J.K. Simmons in my head. (laughs) Sure. Sure, sure. He's that potent. All
3: right. Our next category, witches. How witchy is Jennifer's body?
4: I mean, there's a whole occult section in our high school library.
3: Yeah. And Jennifer's is a demon now, essentially, a succubus. That's fairly witchy energy.
2: Yeah, if I don't want to, like, start splitting hairs about the difference between pagans and Satanists, but, you know... um, We've split
3: enough hairs in this episode I think that's... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you're right.
2: Um, But the power of the pussy, I'm going to say that, yeah, that's a good seven.
3: Seven. Like, Uh, I think witches would be fans of Jennifer. Absolutely. She
4: could definitely, like, join a coven. They'd be like, come on in, girl.
3: Yeah, I'll give it a seven as well. Seven. Oops you guys don't need to hear about my troubles uh seven (laughs) i'll give it an eight because uh uh, young woman eating people transferring powers great our next category gay actors playing gay roles well Well, megan fox is bisexual playing a bisexual
2: bisexual yeah so So that's the only that that was the only one (laughs) marcy the the highest
3: score we've had in the last eight movies is 0.67 so oh. the fact that there is an actual bisexual playing a real bisexual is somewhat groundbreaking.
2: Yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> it but doesn't happen a lot.
2: Even though it was only the one. Even
3: though it's only the one I do think that is a character. Notable.
2: But she is exactly. So I'm gonna yeah. give it
3: I'm gonna give it a six. Six. I'll give it a five. Five. I mean, I'll give it a seven. I mean, it's I no what I'm gonna give it an eight. I mean, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Giving <laughs> <Wow>, <laughs> <laughs> it a 6.33, which is indeed the highest. The next highest was society, which only had a 0.67%. All right. Our next category themes of mothers.
2: None. There's no there's mom. There's Sedaris
4: mothers. Say, but- One day you're going to cry out to me and I'm not going to be there. There's something about like, there's a little bit there for Sedaris. I thought. <laughs>
3: I mean that one scene there has been overall like exactly. the movie not so much.
4: I 100% agree. I'm saying that's just like the yeah. one thing I could
3: argue. And then I guess you see Jennifer's mom finally at the end when she sees her daughter's that's corpse
2: <laughs> right after she says, "My tit.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: Great time. <gasps> funny. Line. Yeah. Funny. It's funny.
3: Megan Fox was fu- I was like, why get uh put her uh, Robert Carlock pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, I'm going to give for moms just a one.
3: <laughs> a one. Yeah, I'll also give it a one. I, too, will give it a one. Hey, guys, we're all on the same page. Let's just uh, remember that. We're back. That. <laughs> we're back <laughs> United. Give an average of one. All right, our next one. Drinks thrown in faces. Wow. Can you believe none? Well, don't you think, in a way, kicking that nurse in the chest and the spitting on her, in a way, is... Uh, more of a bit. heightened drink thrown in the face. There's a way.
4: There's a little bit of energy in that. There's also the two times that Megan Fox throws up Hershey syrup, we learn on people. There's the a spiky syrup? Yeah.
2: Okay. I guess if if blood is a drink, um... <laughs> the same thing has way. an energy,
3: like a, you know, <laughs> right. a. a Fuck off,
2: and then maybe the the mass murder at the end. I'm sure there was some whiskey spilt. Um, when sure, sure, when needy finally got her revenge. Um, but I'm gonna give that a two.
3: A two,
4: I will also give it a two.
3: A two, I'll give it a three for kicking that poor nutritionist. <laughs> All right, last Yay! one. everyone was so excited. <laughs> we don't like her. She took away the frosted flakes. <laughs> all right, our next one, Quips. Quips. How oh, quippy is I mean, it's constant. It's mostly tin. quips.
2: It's all, it's quippy. It's Diablo Cody. That is like her signature. Diablo is
3: quippy, just... some would say. Some there. Might,
2: yeah. What the fuck? Why is it? N- I've never heard that before, and it's perfect.
3: <laughs> it should be her email signature. Diablo From the desk of Diablo quippy.
2: Quippy. That's a 10. It's the quippiest. <laughs> even if a lot of them are things people would no longer, uh, say are dated, but that's kind yeah. of the
3: fun of these things now. Like enough time has passed. Like, Oh, that's funny. They're talking about MySpace.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll give it an eight.
3: I'm going to give it, I don't know. I thought it was pretty fun. I'll give it a 10, give it a 9.33. And then finally, not finally, second to last, finally, Penultimate.
4: <laughs> there you go. That's the word.
3: The iconic categories.
4: So these categories are sort of larger, wider umbrella categories, so we're back to zero to 100.
2: Okay.
3: And the first one, Marcy, is homoeroticism. How homoerotic is Jennifer's body?
2: I mean, not through, well, you know, there is. There are a, moments. A, it is a bit of a through line, and then that one big scene. Right. I'm going to say that's a, a 65.
4: 65. Yeah, we have, like, a brief moment at the bar where Amanda Seyfried, like, grabs Megan Fox's hand for, like, a second. It's very sweet. Very sweet. And that sort of establishes that, like, oh, she really likes her. And, um, and there's that one scene. I will go 63.
3: 63. And also just the charge of Needy's and Jennifer's relationship has that. Yeah. Right. Horn, a horny crackle. Also a great breakfast cereal, mm. <laughs> morning
2: crack.
3: <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a sixty-five as well. Giving it a sixty-four point thirty-three, which is forty points higher than The Emperor's New Groove. So take that. <laughs> All right, our next one: drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Jennifer's body and come away with a whole book of ideas?
2: Yes, I feel like Jennifer's body is like perfect for drag.
3: Yes, I think so. I've already Googled Jennifer's body drag and there were quite a few results. I'm there
4: sure. Well, I'm where sure. Where the images up. Like
3: they do a lot of when she's like solo and like she hasn't fed, been f- fed in a while. Like when okay. she's looking like wan and gaunt and <laughs> so many midriffs and uh, <laughs> right. cropped fitted hoodies.
2: Even that, like okay. the flag team outfit. The color I guard. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I used to call them flaggets. <laughs>
3: wow. Marcy. That an now you're- thing.
4: That's an actual group.
2: The flagettes. <laughs> the
4: flagets, I gave pride. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's fun. So there's somewhere to go with color guard after high school. Yeah. Thank it's not God. Wasted skill. Thank God.
4: Um, <laughs> Unlike geometry. Yeah. Yeah. I think this, I think, I
3: regret. think the tongue burning alone would be like, that would be great to see a drag queen do. Figure it out. Just about waxing. I don't know. I'm sure it's possible.
4: <laughs> I don't know. Someone figure it out. It's my, <laughs> idea.
3: yeah. I don't know. But it's like, I think there's a lot, just the whole vibe. Color guard white midriff coat, bloody Jennifer, her fucked up eyes. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna give it a
4: 75.
3: Even the out of date uh, prom dresses. Absolutely.
4: I think all that stuff is true, but nothing, there's no, I don't feel like there's an iconic look that, make, that would make me go like, oh my God, that's Jennifer's body that you're doing.
3: I think maybe that cropped um, the one, the hoodie with the little hearts on it. Maybe that would be the closest one. And also her just in the white hoodie, just like bloody. I think would get it. Like, you see, like, a girl, like, a high school girl, like, in, like, mm. teen clothes covered in blood. I would think probably Jennifer's It's body. a, It's really makeup-focused.
4: Yeah. I'm going to go 50.
3: 50. Uh, I'll go 70. Give me an average of 65. All right. The last of the iconic categories. You've been waiting for this, Marcy. <laughs> Camp Factor.
2: Oh, my Camping. gosh. J.K. Simmons. bringing. in in the camp. I thought it was very campy. And maybe that's just my understanding a camp that it was all so over the top and silly and the archetypes yeah. are so yeah. silly. So I think it uh, yeah I I think it was very campy. But
4: JK Simmons for real. I loved it when he said we can't let that fire win.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that really tickled me. Anytime a movie plays like uh high school morning for laughs. Mm-hmm. There's some camp there.
2: Yeah, like that, and the like the scene I already talked about the girl who was like they're heroes. I loved her. <laughs> so funny.
3: She was hell on heels. We should have brought her up then. She was.
2: Oh man, and the Maroon Five thing. I think the whole the murder scene was so campy.
3: It was yeah, upsetting thought, and campy at the same time. I thought the, time. the the
4: end credit revenge sequence over the credits that was very campy to me.
2: Even throwing the knife into Devil's whatever Devil's kettle, balls, Devil's kettle, Devil's kettle, and then her finding it suddenly, and it's the shiniest <laughs> knife you ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't rust it's like at a real all. Dishwasher in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna start
3: throwing my dishes down, Devil's kettle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, how come none of the scientists could figure out where didn't it goes? Out. Those and and little she balls. Didn't work. On, no. she stu- there was like one orange ball and a knife, and she's like, <gasps> I crash <cracked laughs> it. And she found it hitchhiking while she escaped <laughs> from prison. 90. Sure. 90. 90.
3: I'll
2: give it an 81.
3: 81. All right, I got a quick list of campy things. Here we go. Prison fan mail, split diopter shots, BFF necklaces, sticker toilets, having to sit on a bag of frozen peas after losing your backdoor virginity, going to your friend's house in the middle of the night to raid their fridge, puke blood on the floor, kiss their neck, and immediately leaving. Not caring that much that people died in a fire. J.K. Simmons in a wig, a sympathetic goth, woodland creatures gathering to watch your hot makeout sesh, fried bologna sandwiches, a deer eating a corpse, people at a candlelight vigil singing a terrible song. Performing a virgin sacrifice while singing Jenny8675309. Anytime a character has to do paranormal research, making reservations at the Cheesecake Factory, negging someone's flying ability as just levitating. And finally, this movie was edited by someone named Plummy Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's pretty... I'm going to give it a 95. Wow. Giving an average of 88.67, which is uh six points higher than the Emperor's New Groove.
1: <laughs> well That makes done.
3: no sense. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> the crown jewel.
4: So these categories we don't rate. We all say whether we think it gets it or not.
2: Okay.
3: All right. The first one, a 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does hmm. Jennifer's body have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I we could quite say, no. say that. <laughs>
4: say no to there's that. not a lot of role models in this movie
3: no but it certainly makes it seem fun yes sure. so maybe there's that like it doesn't always have to be the morally correct thing it could just be fun too i don't even think and who's establishing these morals. jennifer's like having fun though uh i think you don't think jennifer's having fun she not said it was really. the best day of her life yeah john she, she's she thriving
4: I still don't think she's having fun.
3: (laughs) All right, well, it doesn't get it. Although, I could have been convinced. Um, (laughs) Okay, let me
5: try again.
3: (laughs) Negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip.
4: This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not not. lose 50% of its points.
3: All right, Marcy, that's it. We're done.
4: Wow. To the end, do you still think you have not cracked the top five?
3: Of the horror films? Yeah.
2: (sighs) i'm worried that i haven't
3: okay (laughs) Okay. well brace yourself are you ready for the reveal i am all right out of a total possible 2603.14 points jennifer's body has scored 1868.48 giving it a percentage of 71.78 making it overall the 37th gayest movie not as good <gasps> as interview with the vampire but gayer than sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band okay and right. then that makes it the seventh gayest horror movie no eighth i, I knew it wouldn't break into the top five you know but top 10 the top. for horror movies that's pretty yeah, good that's not bad and in the 30s that's pretty good and it's, it's also notable it uh scored very high in gay actors playing gay roles like one of the highest movies ever Okay. Thank God for Megan Fox. <laughs> Thank God. You know, you're not the first to say that. How love- many Maxim subscribers said oh, that right. in the oh. middle of the night?
4: I love that, <laughs> Megan how Fox. Many- how many Maxim editors said that?
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Marcy, that's it. We're done. We dissected Jennifer's body. Oh, mm.
4: oh so the good. Autopsy is completed.
3: Is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time?
2: Yes. Go listen to my dang podcast. Um, mm. L is for Losers, a pop culture roundup, and we watch almost every show on Bravo. Oh, and,
3: and really?
2: <laughs> we really. It takes a lot of work. I mean, There's we're, we're going to watch this Summer House, Winter House mashup shit with Southern Charm and Summer House. So, um, wow. and, and then um, Ninety Day Bay, where we are watching. The entire 90 day universe.
3: (laughs) And that's another constant (laughs) churn. It never ends. There's like six of those shows.
2: And then finally, funny feeling it's spooky season. Come listen to some spooky stories.
3: And you don't have to watch any TV for that one. No. Finally. (laughs) Thank God. Well, uh, Marcy, you're always a delightful, fun,
2: so fun, scrappy (laughs) guest. You're a scrap. Am I
3: crass? (laughs) No, you're delightful. You're class. Uh, Thank you so much, Marcy, and we'll be right back. We're back. Oh, so you hated the
4: movie. <laughs> I didn't hate the movie. Don't gaslight me. That's not gaslighting. Yes, it is. It's you saying, oh, so you said this when I didn't say something. And then <laughs> you're you the you crazy to defend one. Something. <laughs> okay.
3: But now I'm gaslighting.
4: Now you're gaslighting me. Sure. Uh no, I liked it very much. I didn't I don't but to me, as I said earlier, like I feel like I've seen uh, we've seen other movies do what this movie is doing in a more to me, more fun and exciting way.
3: Um, uh, sure. I liked it. Um, like, it wasn't like, would I buy it on Blu ray? Is it coming to my collection? No, but I'm okay. glad I finally saw it. Yeah. I don't and know. also, the woman who directed it directed one of my other favorite horror movies of the last like 10 years, The Invitation. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's good.
4: Yeah. She's got, yeah. Nothing about it is bad. It just wasn't as exciting to me as other things in the genre, I feel like.
3: Sure. It's real quippy.
4: Real quippy. What was exciting to me is an email we got from one of our listeners. Oh, my God. You love getting emails. I love getting emails. This is from Patrick, and it's titled Theme Episode Suggestion. Patrick writes, hello. I I always enjoy the theme episodes months on the podcast and wanted to throw out a suggestion. When recommending your podcast to friends, I always say how funny it is to put the movies through the Byzantine scoring system, no matter how gay it is. If it's a gay Mm. classic, it's fun to hear all the high scores affirming the movie's gayness. If it's a movie that was marketed as straight, but is actually pretty darn gay, it's fun to hear you make the subtext into text. Mm. When the movie is just straight as hell, it's funny to hear the pathetically low scores and the grasping at straws to give out 12 points in a category. Well, I'm glad you've been covering gayer movies since the earlier days of the podcast. I do miss hearing episodes like your What About Bobs, Your Hoosiers, Your Goodwill Hunting. Sure. That's why I wanted to suggest doing episodes where you're looking for a new last place. You could oh. call the theme straight stories, The Search for a New Bottom. Not sure you'd want to do a full month of that, but maybe once or twice a year. Just a thought. Love the podcast.
3: Goodbye, Patrick. I think that's a great idea. It's a funny idea. I like One that. One thing that has changed, because when we asked, generally, I wouldn't tell people that we were going to judge it on oh, how gay it was. I would just right. say, just pick a movie. And then <laughs> right, right. we would surprise <laughs> them on the show with, yeah, like, and be we're going to like, talk about oh, how gay it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that may be, and also the show's been on longer, so people probably know the premise a little bit more.
4: Hopefully, yes.
3: Hopefully. <laughs> um, but I think that's fun. We're yeah, always hunting I for a new bottom, idea. aren't we, John?
4: Ah, thank God. Uh,
3: the innuendo opportunities <laughs> alone make things mm-hmm. like this be a good idea. Uh, I like that idea, Patrick. Yeah,
4: maybe we'll bring that idea to... We'll make it happen.
3: To the board. To the <laughs> we'll bring board. the idea to the board. <laughs> <laughs> B-O-A-R-D. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess we just have a bunch of straight guys on. Uh, we try not to. We know we any of those. Many. We try to space um, them out. We know so. a few. Exactly. Um, But also... Gay people can bring in straight movies. That's true. Two. Thank you. Representation. <laughs> That's what Harvey Milk was fighting for. <laughs> That's
4: exactly what he was fighting for. Uh, well, thank you, Patrick. That's a great idea. And we love hearing from you guys. If you guys have ideas, you can email us at two oldqueens queens at gmail.com and let us know what you thought. If you have any other ideas, we love hearing
3: them. Yeah, but we should say quickly, the scheduling change update. Yes. We mentioned it at the top of the show.
4: Yes, we've talked about it, but now let's talk about it
3: why are we doing this john
4: (laughs) we're just doing this because our schedules are just so crammed these days and we just sort of need to we want to want to keep doing the podcast and keep all the episodes going but we just needed a little break otherwise we would have to sort of stop it so this is what we're doing
3: and also, the Patreon now will also have regular episodes of just like things that still go on the main scoring system. It's not going to be so niche. But I think right. we'll still, we still want to do things like director's commentaries, that kind of stuff, or more one off, yeah. like our gay icons episodes, Oscar yeah, we'll songs, still that. all that we're not, kind of stuff. That's still not going to go. Peppering way. of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. now it's just going to be one episode a week. Right.
4: We're going back and forth between the regular free feed and then the Patreon. Um, so yeah, for $5 a month, you get the Patreon, you get all of the episodes, but then also we're going to have, we're adding a, well, we've had it, but we're going to make it more uh, focused, a $1 a month tier. And so if, for that, even if you don't get the full episode, you will get every week Mark's wonderful and delightful camp list for whatever movie we have talked about that week. So if we aren't doing
3: a movie that week, we could do a camp list from the vaults, perhaps. That's
4: true. We could pull out one of those.
3: Pull out something from the vault.
4: We've got, we've got a nicely packed vault. If you'll excuse Uh, me. It's (laughs) huge.
3: It's it's filled with fudge. Yeah. um but that's i hope let us know what do you think about that uh if yeah. we hear nothing we'll assume it's fine so great but <laughs> let us you, you can follow us on twitter and instagram at two old queens tw old queens follow me on letterboxd where i maintain the current movie rankings
4: yes And we also have march if you go to t public and search for two Old queens there's a lot of fun stuff you can buy for yourself and your loved ones and also a percentage of all the proceeds goes to the okra project so you're not just buying merch you're helping people out
3: and yeah, that's it. We'll see you next that's time. Next the next our- episode will be a patreon episode. Patreon right? episode. Yes. And as of this recording, do we know what we're doing? Should we say? Let's say it. and if we have to edit this out, we'll edit this out. Okay. Well, uh, we're gonna You're be in The body electric. that's true. <laughs> there we both got there. <laughs> it's fame. We're talking about the movie. Fame. talking about the movie fame. not gay at all. This is a real a real search for the bottom. I've never seen it, but I've seen episodes of the TV show. Oh,
4: okay. I've <laughs> seen it very much. I have it on DVD. I'm very excited to Excuse it. Excuse me. Made it's it surprising. to the library. It did. It did. Well, let's save
3: these insights, these okay. <laughs> shocking revelations and <laughs> stuff. Join the, the Patreon episode. if you want to hear these insights. You want to hear about John's DVD library, <laughs> the rare echelon. All right. Uh, that's it. We'll see you next time, everybody. Stay safe. Goodbye. <laughs>
4: Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Arche and Mike Rennie. Bye. 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 We didn't get that right.
1: Hold up.